The next unit of Kohelet takes up the entirety of Perek Tet and Perek Yod, and that is what we will be discussing uh, next. The topic of these two Perakim, of this one unit, is Kohelet undermining uh, an entire philosophy of world order. In the ancient world, there was a concept of some sort of cosmic order, and this cosmic order is in fact reflected in much of the ancient world's wisdom literature, including Sefer Mishle. And I guess the best way to describe this cosmic order is that just like if you touch a hot stove and the result will be that you burn your hand, in the grand cosmic order of the ancient world, if you acted with wisdom, good things would happen to you. And if you did not act with wisdom, bad things would happen to you. And this type of thing would follow automatically. The world was created in a way where every action has almost an automatic and justified reaction. And very frequently, it's precisely this concept that underlies Sifrut HaChokhmah, the, the, uh, the ancient wisdom literature. And that is, if you act with Chokhmah, if you act with the results that a wise person uh, would infer from, the, from his observation of the world, then good things will happen to you, uh, only the right things will happen to you, and you will live a good life. What Kohelet uh, will be doing in this unit, in the next two Pirakim, is undermining that entire world order and saying how it in fact does not exist. Pasuk Aleph, Ki et korze natati el ribi velabur et korze. All of this, says Kohelet, I paid attention to, and I sorted out all of the following. Asher hasadikim vahachamim veavadehem beyad ha'elohim. The righteous people and the wise people and all their doings. Avadehem here does not necessarily mean uh, they're slaves. It means like avad in Aramaic means asa. Avadehem means uh, their ma'asim, what they do. Everything that the wise and the good and uh, do, everything is beyad ha'elohim, is in God's hands. Gam ahava, gam sina, in yodea adam, love and hate. The, the person does not know. He's talking about the tzaddikim and hachamim. Hakol lifnehim. All is before them. What Kohelet means to say over here is, take these, these righteous and wise people and they think they're acting all rationally all the time and they think that whatever they do will result in, in, in certain automatic results. And yet, look at their ahava and sinah, look at their love and their hate. Are they really acting all that rationally? He's pointing to the feelings that a person feels that are perhaps the most irrational. When a person falls in love, and he talked about this in the previous unit as well, when he hates, is he really doing this all that rationally? Hakol lifnehem, and what he means to say over here, all is before them, is that anything can happen to them. They too act irrationally, and anything can happen to them, not some sort of, of rational results to their actions. Pasuk bet hakol ka'asher lakol. Everything can happen to everyone. Mikre echad la tzadik rasha. One thing will happen to both the tzadik, the righteous person, and the rasha, and the wicked person. Latov to the good, velatahor, and to the pure, and on the other hand, velatameh and to the impure. And, and the Ibn Ezra points out over here that Tameh is both a foil for Tov and Tahor. To the person who sacrifices and to the person who doesn't sacrifice. Katov kahote, Like the, the, the same thing happens to the good person and the sinner. 
Hanishbar, the one who swears, Ka'asher Shevu'ayare, and the one who is fearful of swearing. One thing happens to all these people. And what Kohelet means to say over here is if you think that actions automatically determine reactions on this world, please go and look and observe good people and bad people and people who do totally different things and yet, one thing happens to them all. And now, we know from before that when Kohelet says, he certainly means death and, and that's true to some extent that Kohelet means to say that both the good and the bad uh, will die, and one thing will happen to everyone, and therefore there's no sort of cosmic order. But what he also means to say a little bit more deeply is that even things on this earth can happen to uh, before death. Things that happen on this earth before death can happen to both the good and the bad, and there is seemingly no order when you observe skillfully. A good person can get sick, a bad person can win the lottery, anything can really happen, there is no uh, grand order of things. Pasuk Gimel, This is an evil that, that is done under the sun, in all that is done under the sun. One thing happens to all. The hearts of men, is filled, the hearts of men are, are, are filled with evil, and madness is in their heart, in their in their lives. Why? Because they know that after their life, they're going off to death. Most people, says Kohelet, do not act as if there is this cosmic order to things, because they know, uh, they figure, they'll just do whatever they can in their lives currently, because they know that afterwards, they're just going to die. And here in Pasuk Dalet, Kohelet seems to be quoting the, the logic of these people. Pasuk Dalet, Kimi asher yechubar el kol hayim yesh Only a person that is connected to an eternal life, yesh pitachon, only he can be secure. Only someone who thinks he's going to live forever can really live securely, can really act in a way where he feels that his actions will lead to an automatic reaction. But for everyone else, anybody who's not going to live forever, in other words, everyone, a dead dog is better than, uh, sorry, a, a living dog is better than the dead lion. And over here in this analogy, Kohelet is using the two animals on total opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of how they were viewed in the ancient world. The lion, of course, is the king of all the animals. A dog was seen as a miserable and disgusting creature. And what what he's saying is people generally go through their life thinking it's better to be a living dog than a dead lion. Meaning, I could do whatever I want in this life. Let me enjoy it while I can because I'm still living. And again, we saw this concept in the uh, previous unit where Kohelet attributes the evil that man does to the fact that man does not perceive that there is any order to things. He does not perceive that uh, wise actions will lead to uh, beneficial reactions in his life. And Kohelet, in fact, in Pasuk He agrees. There, there is no uh, uh, grand order to anything. The living, he says, are better than the dead. At least they know they're going to die. The dead, they don't know anything. 
ואין עוד להם שכר כי נשכח זכרם. There is no more reward for them in this world because their memory is erased, is forgotten. This is an almost sarcastic reaction of Kohelet to those who think they could do anything uh, without any repercussions, right? He says, you're right, the living are better than the dead because at least the living are aware of their mortality. Meanwhile, the dead have no memory in this world. Pasuk, Vav, Gam Ahavatam, Gam Sinatam, Gam Kinatam, Kevar Avada. Their love, their hate, their jealousy. He's talking about those who have already died. Kvar Avada, it has been lost. There is no memory of any of their irrational actions. Vehelek en lahem od le'olam. There is no portion that they have uh, uh, in this world forever. Bechol asher na'asata hatashamish. Uh, in anything that is done under the sun, in other words, uh, in the earthly realm. And this uh, this ends Kohelet's first uh, attempt at undermining the cosmic order, right? He's, and, and his attempt can basically be summarized as, in fact, uh, there is no connection between a person's actions and what happens to him in this world. And not only that, Everybody already knows this and perceives this, and because of that, that's why they act the way they do in this world, because they don't think that there's going to be any uh, consequence to their actions. But Kohelet's own reaction to this awareness that there, there is no cosmic order on this earth is very, very different. He starts with Pasuk Zayin, it will take up the next four Pesukim, and it will again sound very familiar to us. Lech echol besimcha go, eat your bread in merriment. And drink your wine with a good heart. Because your deeds have been accepted favorably uh, by God. And we'll, we'll get to uh, how critical this particular phrase is uh, as, we, as we wrap up these Pesukim. At all times, your clothes should be clean. And there should be no shortage of uh, oil on your head. In other words, enjoy the little luxuries of day to day. Enjoy your life with the woman you love. All the days of your uh, ephemeral life. That God gave you under the sun. All the ephemeral days. Because this is your portion in this life and in the toil that you toil under the sun. Now, first of all, uh, all of this, uh, or not all of it, but much of it should be familiar to us already from uh, Kohelet's general advice, which is to enjoy what you have in the here and now. Uh, Kohelet does add something here, but before we discuss what he adds, what I'd like to do is quote from uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is a uh, an ancient Near Eastern uh, story. And over there, the winemaker gives uh, Gilgamesh the following advice after uh, Gilgamesh realizes that he will in fact not be immortal. And he says, As for you, Gil- Gilgamesh, let your belly be full, uh, day and night dance and play, let your garments be sparkling fresh, your head should be washed and bathed in water. Let a spouse delight in your bosom. And if you read the translation in Hebrew, it is strikingly similar to the lines that Kohelet speaks in Pasuk Zayin Het and Tet over here. And even the order is the same, starting with food, moving on to uh, clothing, and then uh, cleanliness of 
uh, the the uh, the head, the hair, and then the uh, the enjoying life with one's spouse. And so it's very hard to believe that there is no connection at all over here. But what Kohelet does is add a very, very important line that, of course, is not found in the Epic of Gilgamesh, and that's in Pasuk Zayin, Ki kevar rasa ha-Elohim et ma'asecha. Kohelet is bringing a religious dimension into enjoying one's life, and perhaps this is the connection between uh, Kohelet and Sukkot. But what Kohelet is saying is what he said before, enjoy what you have in the here and now, but now he's adding, and He's said before, Matat Elohim He, but what he says over here is even more than Matat Elohim, even more than what you have now is a gift from God. What he's saying is the enjoyment that you have from the things that you have in this world, that enjoyment itself is an action that uh, that pleases God, that is seen favorably by God. The enjoyment of food and drink and clothing and family life, all of these things, says Kohelet, Enjoy them while you have them. Enjoy them in the here and now. And that itself is a religious action. That itself is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. That is what pleases God. And he concludes this first section of the unit in Pasuk Yud. Kol asher timsa yadecha la'asot pechohacha ase. Anything that your hands can do with the power that you have, you should do. Because in the place that you're going to after death, after your bitter death, there is no At that point, you will have lost your chance to do anything, to act wisely, to act with a hashbon in a way that will affect your future actions. So enjoy what you have now before you get to that point, because that itself is what God wants. That itself, in fact, is a way to serve God. Pasuk Yud Alef, Shavti Vera'ota Hadashemesh, I turned and I saw under the sun, Kilola Kalim Hamerots, Velola Giborim Hamilhama. Not to the swift is the race, and not to the mighty is the battle. Vigamlola Hachamim Lechem, Vigamlola Nevonim Osher, Vigamlola Yoderim Hen. Nor to the wise is bread, nor to the discerning is wealth, nor to those who have knowledge is favor. Because a time of mishap can befall all of them. Again, here's Kohelet undermining the concept of this cosmic order of things. If there were a cosmic order, the fastest would win the race and the strongest would win the war and the wise man would have plenty to eat because his wisdom would allow him to uh, attain wealth in order to eat. But what Kohelet is saying is that, in fact, if you observe uh, what goes on in the world, that's not the case. And the reason it's not the case is because random events can befall both the wise and the fool, both the swift and the slow. And so there is no connection necessarily between a person's abilities and his actions and uh, the consequences of those abilities and actions. Pasuk Yudbet ki gam lo adam et ito. Because man cannot know his time or the time which uh, uh, at which point the mishap will befall him. Kadagim hazim bim like fish who are caught in an evil net. Vichasiporim ha'ahuzot bapah. And like birds who are held in a trap, kahem yukashim adam pitom. 
similar to these animals who are trapped without even knowing that they're walking into a trap, men too can be ensnared by some uh, uh, by some evil mishap, by some evil deed, when it suddenly falls upon them. And so these random uh, uh, occurrences uh, totally undermine, in Kohelet's mind, they totally undermine the existence of any cosmic order. Pasuk Yud Gimel, Gamzora Iti, Chochma Tahat Hashamesh, Ugdola Hi Elai. He's now going to undermine this this uh, ancient concept of a cosmic order in a different way. He says, "I saw this wisdom under the sun, and it is a great thing for me. It's great in my eyes." And knowing Kohelet, uh, we should already know that he's about to tell us how this chokhmah uh, either didn't turn out so well or why it didn't turn out so well. And so he starts with a mashal in, in pasuk Yudal Ir Ketana. A small city, and few people in it. And a great king came and besieged the city. And he built upon the city great uh, equipment of siege. And in that city was, was to be found a, a poor man who was also very wise. He was able to save the city through his wisdom. And no one remembered that poor man. So here we have the manifestation of what he uh, he initially started with in Pasuk Yud Gimel. He sees a chokhmah tahat hashamesh ugdola hi elai. It is a great wisdom for him uh, in his eyes. And yet... Uh, this this wise man in this city that was able to save the city gets no remembrance, gets no credit for the good that he did for the city through his wisdom. Pasuk Tetzain Ve'amarti ani toba chokhmah migevora And I said, he looks at this situation and, and he says, wisdom is better than strength, than, than, than sheer raw physical power. Wisdom is clearly the uh, uh, greater of the virtues between uh, between strength and wisdom, wisdom is the greater virtue. And yet, the chokhmat hamiskin bezuya udbarav enam nishmaim. And yet, the wisdom of the poor person is bazui, is scorned, and his words are unheard. We saw this a little bit earlier when uh, Kohelet said toba chokhmarim nahala. We saw that in, in back in Perek Zayin. But what Kohelet is basically saying is that even though. Uh, in his mind, it's uncontested that the greatest virtue is uh, is wisdom. And although, of course, uh, he says many times wisdom is not the be-all, end-all, it doesn't solve everything, but certainly it's the greatest virtue in his mind, it's not necessarily taken that way in social circles. It's not necessarily taken that way in society. The wisdom of a poor person who may not have the money or he's not respected for some odd reason, that wisdom is ignored. And so that's another way that Kohelet undermines the relationship between wise actions and good consequences. Because you can have all the wisdom in the world, and yet if you're not in the right place in society, if you don't have enough prestige, nobody is going to listen to that wisdom. And uh, the the theoretically good consequences that should come from wisdom uh, will not end up manifesting themselves. Now again, starting in Pasuk Yudzayin, Kohelet will... Uh, once more, tear apart the connection between wisdom 
and beneficial consequences. And here he'll do it from uh, another direction. And he says as follows, Pasuk Yudzayin, Divrei hachamim benahat nishmarim mizakat moshel bakesirim. The gentle words of the uh, the wise people, nishmarim, I don't think here it means that the words of wise people are heard. I think nishmarim is from the Shorish of mashma'ut. Uh, uh, the words of the wise, the gentle words of the wise, have an enormous amount of importance, more importance than the uh, uh, screaming, the yelling of a ruler at his foolish subjects. But just because they have this value, just because Pasuk Yudhet just because wisdom is better than weapons, Behote Ehadi Abed Toba Harbe. One Hote, uh, the Ibn Ezra here uh, explains Hote as a fool. One fool can destroy uh, all the good that comes out of the Chokhmah. And so even if you have many wise men or one wise person, uh, who is making many wise decisions, one mistake can destroy everything. And that mistake implies Kohelet is proof that even if you conduct yourself with utmost wisdom most of the time, it doesn't mean that the consequences will necessarily be good. Perek Yud Pasuk Aleph Zebube Mavet Yabish Yabia Shemen One dead fly will spoil the entire vessel of good oil. This is his uh, his mashal for the one stupid mistake that will spoil all the wise decisions. And why is that? Because yakar Because a bit of sikhlut, a bit of folly, has more weight than wisdom. Because just a small bit of folly can destroy many decisions made with wisdom. Pasuk bet lev hacham limino velev kesil lismolo. The wise man's heart is, is at his right. In other words, his uh, his heart, which is the seat of his uh, of his thinking, of his decisions, that will make him stronger. And for the fool, his heart makes him weaker. The the stupidity with which he makes decisions makes him weaker, says Kohelet. So it's true, Kohelet says that that the the uh, that wisdom is is clearly better than foolishness. But foolishness has so much weight. Says Kohelet Pasuk Gimel Vegam Baderech. On the way, Kishesachal Holech, when a, a fool is simply walking, Libo Haser, his heart is absent. Just by observing him walk, says Kohelet, Ve'amar Lakol Sachal Hu, just him walking and his, his decision making not, not being there, it says to everyone while he walks that he's a fool. In other words, Kohelet is here repeating. Uh, uh, what he said, you know, one or two lines ago, which is the power of foolishness and stupidity is much greater than the power of wisdom. You can tell a fool just from the way he walks, so to speak. And so, once again, getting back to the issue at hand, which is uh, uh, the the cosmic order, the relationship between uh, uh, wisdom in decision making and beneficial consequences, says Kohelet. It's just not there. And another reason it's not there is this particular aspect of wisdom, which is to say uh, a small amount of folly can destroy a large amount of wisdom. And that's just one other disconnect between uh, wisdom and, its, and its, its beneficial consequences.